Chub Creek, 139. Way back when, when we didn't have to think, come on in, don't be a dick. The boys on the farm didn't mean any harm, on the banks of Chub Creek, Chub Creek. What a beautiful day. Sun is bright and shining, the sky is extremely blue, and uh, I just spent half an hour shooting this ice-encrusted waterfall. Beautiful. I'm at uh, Rockwood Conservation Area this time. It's right near Guelph in Ontario. Maybe I'll walk back here a little ways. Water sounds nice. A nice change to hear water. Hopefully there's no wind on the mic. I've got my glove over it. But apologies if there is wind sound. Uh, and I just walked through this... Uh, it's not that old. It's a ruin of a... I guess it's a church. I don't know. It doesn't say there's no plaque. Massive, massive building. I think it was a house. It just looks like... Nah, I don't know. It's hard to say, right? I don't know anything about architecture. It had... Yeah, it must have been a church. It had like a central tower, but it's only two levels. And uh, it's quite elaborate. It was built in the 1860s, I think it says. It was actually... And I only know that because it was a ruin of... Uh, the you know block with words on it carved right out of the stone and uh, it's just kind of cool you know so you're, it's not that interesting unless you're here and I didn't expect it right uh, and uh, so I walked through it and I sh started shooting and I realized there's no memory card in the camera so the one memory card I had was in my little one so I <laughs> For what kind of shot I was pulling the memory card and putting it in the other camera so the uh, memory card probably feels quite used and abused and uh, <laughs> I was shooting next to the nicest uh, Scottish guy and I've so far run into three Scottish people here at different times very heavy accent um, and I really wanted to record to him but I couldn't so I love that thick, thick, thick accent. And I'm just crossing through. Nice little brook. The bridge brook. There's the wind. How bad is that? Not sure. Hopefully not too bad. Yeah, that's quite the ruin. You can see it from here. It's... You know, there's like... 30 windows on two levels plus a little t half of a tower. It's like a neat little castle. And I'd love to know the story. And there's a little bridge there. It's this whole thing must have been some kind of big deal. Might have been a mill. I don't know. I'll try to find out on the way out. Uh, the snow's a lot easier to walk on here because a lot of other people have had the same idea and it's a lot flatter. And... Uh, I thought there'd be no snow because um, at home uh, there isn't any. There's no snow cover at all. This is pretty. I'm just walking into a marsh. I'll probably crash through into the water here. So better be careful. 
think this is solid land. <laughs> oh, what is that? Is it a, oh, is it just family geese and ducks? It's nice. Sun's bright and shiny. What a difference when the sun's out, hey? Yeah, I'm good. I'm glad there's water. It's always, it's always the truth. When there's water, there's more photographic opportunities for sure. <sighs> I haven't been doing a lot of walking yet because I've been stopping every five seconds, so I kind of don't feel my energy up yet, you know? After you've been walking for a while, you feel revitalized. So I'm looking forward to that. So what's been going on? This has been a great week. Uh, Non-specific, just feels... Things are trucking along. There's a project I've been working on that's launched, and I don't know how well it's going to do, but at least it's launched and it looks good, and uh, it's exciting to see it happen. And it's uh, probably one of the biggest things I've ever done, so it's good to get it done. And there's more to it coming, but for now, I'm finished. And I've got the kids coming uh, in two weeks, not even two weeks, end of next week. And we plan on going camping, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen. Unless we camp really close to where I live, where there's no snow, and I don't know if there's even anything open. Mom says there's nothing open, so so that's too bad, because the kids really love to camp. And, but um, we might rent a little place. I can't remember the name of it. Mom's so diligently looking for fun things to do, and you know I'm just kind of doing my routine as usual. And I really appreciate that she does that. Uh, she's also thinking of a ball game. Blue Jays are playing Boston sometime. And that'd be a fun, memorable thing to do with the kids too. And they're just so much fun to hang out with. It's when they were younger. It was I was more worried about them. I think. Um, and I was always a little bit stressed about how they were emotionally, but uh, now I feel like they're well on their way. They seem well adjusted, and, and uh, shut off your ears, kids, if you're listening. I'm talking about you. But they're just good people, and I, I feel really relieved and pleased about that. You know, I'm very proud of them, and uh, listen to that. Million-year-old sound, eh? Cool. I was thinking about that on the way here, the uh, age of sounds and how an elephant sounds like a trumpet, and I was thinking, no. No, a trumpet sounds like an elephant, because they've had dibs on that sound for millions of years. You know, probably, how many million? Mm, I don't know, I'm going to guess two, three million years. Um, certainly since the last ice age, which is what, 20,000 years ago or something. Um, no, millions and millions too, because the relatives of the elephant... Uh, with the tusks going up and down, and there's where they even many millions of years earlier than that, they used to be pig like. Uh, and so it's kind of cool how to think about 
how all these different sounds you hear in nature, that's theirs. It's been theirs forever, you know? And we're still hearing, it's like a ghost from the past, the past. All these sounds. There's a couple of geese standing here. Looks like a family, mama and papa. Just hanging out on a big chunk of snow in the middle of a body of water here. Very relaxed. I can't, there's still no smells in the air that I can detect. I'm probably still a little stuffed up from my cold a couple weeks ago, but uh, in the cold air, you get stuffed up too. But um, still really nice. It's very calm. Very nice to be out in the sunshine. Hear the snow, it's still quite snowy here. Yeah, I've only, uh, there's only, as I was driving here, the snow only started about 20 minutes ago. 20 minutes from here, I should say. And the rest is all grass still. Okay, I guess I'll shoot some pictures and I'll see what else I can find. You still hear me? You better be able to hear me. Yes, you can. Good. standing next to a massive uh, rock face. Quite pretty. It's hard to capture though. Lots of stripes in the rock. And I just spent a few minutes. There's, there's always ice that seeps. Water seeps out of the face of the rock. Uh, on a rock face most of the time. So every once in a while you'll see this big massive formation of ice flowing down. It's so much fun to try to capture. I always get the best capture with Instagram though, oddly. Because you can do this instant you know, auto contrast thing that always seems to bring things out really neat. This is quite an amazing park. I didn't know this existed. It's a beautiful walk. It follows a giant river. The snow is perfectly flat, and it's just really nice and bright and sunny, so couldn't have asked for much better. Oh, there's a shot. Uh, I'm gonna get this shot. What amazing luck I'm having. <laughs> I'm in a cave. <laughs> it's not really, it's, it's, I'm actually sheltered in it, so you can hear. But what I'm looking at, I've never seen anything like this. Unbelievable. There's a little, so how do I describe it? So the, it's kind of like rock has fallen out from uh, part of the base of this cliff here. And uh, let me turn you up a little bit. And hollowed itself out of the bottom. I'm not even sure how it happened, but you can walk right in about 20 feet here. And it's dark at the very end, but I can see that water has, as I was saying, it comes right out of the rocks, and it's dripped down, and I'm looking at ice stalagmites and stalactites, and the stalagmites, the ones on the ground, are rounded like little chessmen. It's like little ice chessmen, ice ponds. It's incredible. Like hundreds of little ice ponds. I, and I'm so excited to capture it. I wanted to, tell, wanted to tell you about it so I could capture it. 
um, without forgetting to record, but uh, I'm so happy. I want to bring everyone here to see it, but they like won't be here for long, you know? It's like, this is amazing. I'm a little scared to be in here. I always fear rocks falling on me. But, uh, you know, it's probably bears and things in there, too. Bears and rocks falling, so all my fears are in here. <laughs> and I'm alone there. But, uh, amazing. I'll get some pictures and try to show them to you. Maybe I'll post them on Facebook. Wow. Geese are making a lot of noise. They must be getting excited for spring too. It's amazing that it's so warm out, but I'm trying. I've been trying to capture it, but the it's everything's covered in very virgin snow, and uh, you can see individual snowflakes through the lens. And I've been trying to capture it. It's hard. I'm never sure if I got it or not. Um, that little cave. I'm come back. I'm actually standing right beside it again. Um, I spent. 25 minutes in there trying to take uh, pictures of these little little ice ponds um, just breathtaking so exciting to come across something I I know it's nerdy <laughs> and and seems so stupid but uh, it's just magic coming across something you've never heard of you admit it's logical that it's there but I've never seen it have you seen that very cool Right in the middle of a really dark cave. Uh, this end of the trail wasn't actually very long, so... Another interesting thing, I came across a fence. And, uh... It's a giant... Like... Barbed wire at the top kind of a fence, and you can't go any farther. And I can see... On the other side, there's this... Another ruin, a smaller ruin, obviously from the same era, same stone. It's just a small little house type thing, and uh, I wonder why that's roped off. Like the whole, you can't even walk around this fence. So I'm curious, I'll try to find out more about what that is. It's kind of funny, there's a group of students Teenagers or something. High school. I'm just making sure they're not full. And they all had to wear... I feel bad for them because they all have to wear these great big... Uh, neon orange camouflage... Camouflage. You know, warning... Warning vests. Whatever you call those. What do you call those? Like traffic. And... Uh, Funny because they, uh, they obviously don't want to be wearing them. Especially with people walking by. Hi. So, so on the way by one of them, I just say hello. And he looks like down into the dirt, into the snow, and says hi. <laughs> like, please kill me now. It's getting windy.
to mink. He's just warning his friends. There's a lot of people walking here and when they do this sh this shriek to warn each other, I think. about another 20 minutes sitting patiently waiting for this mink to come back a bunch of guys were a lot better gear than me were sand, sitting there trying to wait for hear that that's mink squeak and I can't shoot the picture. Oh, I just went under a rock. They're very uninteresting looking. They're just like, essentially they look like rats. Long rats. But uh, it was fun, I just spent quite a while sitting there waiting for the thing to come back out again and eventually it did and there's another of those caves. These caves are everywhere. This is a really cool, really interesting area. There's all kinds of, like they call it uh, pothole caves or something. And potholes, there's like giant, very round holes right in the stone, uh, about 20 feet across. And also these little mini caves. It's perfect for you could live in that. It's like it's like a 15 foot bubble. <laughs> It'd be boring, but pretty neat. I've never seen anything like it. Well, I guess I have over at uh, similar to these other caves or wherever I was. This is just a very highly recommend coming here if you're near Guelph. You probably already know about it. But it's odd because uh, my plan wasn't to come here. I was going to go to another place called Mount something, I forget. And just spur of the moment as I was driving along, you head into this area called the Green Belt. Which, uh, if you're looking at the map, it must refer to this massive uh, north-south stretch of forest, hundreds of miles long. That kind of... Uh, just part of the Niagara Escarpment, I guess. It's probably protected because it'd be such a pain in the ass to farm it or anything else. But it's beautiful. And I'm, I was heading into the, just on the highway, heading into the Escarpment area. And, uh, I noticed a sign, one sign said where I was going, and the other sign said Rockwood. And I didn't even see it on the map. It wasn't on the map. I was pouring over it this morning. I didn't see it. So I just took a chance, and it's one of the coolest places I've been. It's a tiny little brook here. That's not making any noise.
It's one of the coolest places I've been out here. So that's good luck. Especially if you're, sorry for sniffling, I noticed I sniffled a lot in the last podcast and I didn't realize I was doing it. It's really gross to hear. But it's because of the cold. Uh, is that it? Can't really tell, there's no trail markers or anything. It's just footprints. Anyway, that was neat, seeing a mink. Apparently their primary, there's a little sign, their primary meal is rabbits. They're carnivores, I never would have guessed that. They only look about to be a foot and a half long, like a big rat, with big bushy tails though. Not like a squirrel, but in between. And they have a very, I guess, a desirable coat. A lot of plaques here. Apparently this, this conservation area is partly paid for by a funeral home. Which, you know, in a way, is very nice because... Uh, I'm just trying to not read this while I'm talking to you. I'm going to read this to you in a second. Um, which is kind of cool because I guess part of the proceeds of your... If you have your funeral there, go to preserving this nature path. And it's a nice, it's a nice thing to do. It seems like a beautiful thing to do. Uh, it says here, This area is sensitive and has natural habitat. The soil here is thin. After the glaciers retreated, this area was left with bald rock and sand, and gradually the soil began to build up through the hard work of decomposing invertebrates. And they show a picture, I think it looks like a woodlouse, consuming plants and turning them into soil. That's amazing. These decomposers are still at work, living in the soil. Stay off the decomposers and on the trail. Minimize the human impact. Stay on the trail. Grand River Conservation Area Authority. So that's neat. Um, now the trail follows, uh, I guess it's the Grand River, but it's huge, so it looks like a lake. It's completely covered in snow. It's not frozen over in a way that I could walk on it, but it's frozen over. I'm kind of bummed that I didn't get a very good picture. I got the, the picture of the back of the neck of a mink. Not very exciting. But I got him. Another little plaque. Here it says... It says, The limestone cliffs of Rockwood support an ancient ecosystem. Some of the trees in Rockwood are more than 500 years old. Their roots penetrate cracks in the rocks. The oldest trees in the park are the spindly twisted cedars growing on the most exposed rock faces. They are old and their life has been rough. And that, those are the ones that uh, Mom and Dad were talking about that uh, get into the thousands of years old. Uh, which is a recent discovery. I think this plaque is probably out of date because of that. Uh, so if you cut into them, you can't even see the grain. There's so many thin, thin lines of, of life. Uh, this area has a lot of... Uh, there must be some big-ass woodpeckers here because I'm looking at a woodpecker hole. 
it's got to be maybe four inches tall by two inches wide and about four inches deep. So something's been at this tree. It's a cedar. And it's like a plague. It's, there's all kinds of little holes in all these trees. I guess cedar's really soft. I don't I guess. I don't know why else they seem to pick on the cedars. But I'd love to catch one of those woodpeckers doing this thing because they've got to be massive. Whoa. I just stood on some ice. Another cool thing is this this place is you usually have to pay, but uh, it's not even open. I'm not supposed to even be in here, but everybody comes in anyway. And, uh, and it's nice to do it all for free. It should be free, right? Why wouldn't the government pay for this? I get free needles and free methadone, but... I don't get free nature walks. Seems a little bit off to me. Oh, the plaque. It's kind of fun. It gives me something to talk about. <laughs> I was trying to think what's going on in the world uh, that I could talk to you about, and I thought, who cares? You know, I'm out here. This is how I get away from the world. Ancient ecosystem. Oh, it's the same thing. But they really want you to know about those ancient cedars. What's amazing is in this area is that those potholes, they're smooth like, like someone dropped a giant billiard ball, a giant bowling ball that went poop and made a perfectly round hole. towards the edge of this lake river. Windy, I think. I think I'm going to turn around now. Lots of cool stuff to photograph today. I did think of one interesting thing going on in the world. <clears throat> Have you ever watched Rick Mercer from the CBC? My Uncle Pete sent uh, a clip, and I've seen the clip before, uh, oddly, and I, and I hadn't really thought about it much since then, but there's this company in Quebec that produced a car, a Canadian company. Uh, let me just pause and uh, put the wind cover on you. And so this... Uh, this uh, car, it's called the Zen, Z-E-N-N, or Z-E-N-N, if that confused you. Uh, and it stands for Zero Emissions, No Noise. And they sell them, uh, they make this car, and it's one of the only, it's probably the only car that is made in Canada anymore. And I'm walking past a waterfall, stupid timing. get past this.
there's an old ruin here. There must have been a mill or something. Anyway, so they make these cool electric cars and he was booting around in it. It's funny, he's trying to test whether it can store two weeks worth of groceries. In true Rick Mercer fashion, he comes out with about 15 cases of beer, two fours they call them here. Two fours. And they all fit in the back. It's like a little tiny van. And it zips around like, you know, you'd expect an electric car to. It's not like it's a marvel of technology or anything. This is what baffles me, baffles me about it. That uh, it's so slow to take out, take off, and uh, supposedly reduces carbon in the air by several whatever tons a year. And I don't know if that takes into consideration the power plants. But even so, even if I remember, uh, it's pretty clear that even without that, the uh, even including the power power station uh, emissions, it's much, much, much less impact on the environment. Anyway, so they're illegal to sell in Canada. They're not road approved in Canada. Fine everywhere else. I think they're even popular in Europe. Not here. How typical is that, right? Oops, it's getting windy again, so I'm going to pause for a bit. So I'm back where the minks are. I'm so I'd give it one last try and I actually got a couple of great shots. They're long skinny things with kind of a reddish brown fur and one of them's making a hell of a noise here. It sounded, I th at first I thought it was like an osprey or eagle or crow or I don't know. But it's, it's a little mink. You gonna make that noise again? I guess not. Oh, there he is. You can hear the water melting. All the all the ice is dripping now. Your families in the area, you can hear the kids. Oh, that's not gonna, he's not going to do it. So I'm going to probably sign off, I guess. Um, I think I've done it. Hope my car hasn't been towed. Because <laughs> I parked at the side of the road, along with three or four other people. So take care of yourself. I love you. I hope you're doing well. Hope to hear from you. And... Help you catch a mink. I'm gonna catch him. Just take pictures. Jesus. Why am I whispering? See ya. found out what this building is, the ruins. It's the Rockwood Woolen Mills, and I can see an old poster, Harrison Company, proprietors from Rockwood, Ontario. Three sons of pioneer, John Harris, John Richard, Thomas and Joseph, and their brother-in-law, Thomas Weatherold, started the Rockwood Woolen Mills in 1867, the year of the Confederation.
and a turn from the wind, a date that can still be seen carved into a square of limestone at the top of the ruins. And this large format poster advertisement created for the mill by Rolf Smith & Company of Toronto, fine lithographers and printers from 1849 to 1904. And the original measure is over two feet wide. Okay, it's a mill. Boring. <laughs> See ya.